0: Welcome back to Since Nobody Asked. I'm Megan Keveney. We are moving episodes to Thursdays now. We do not have a name for it, but I just think Thursdays will be a bit more of a vibe. You know what we're going to do today? We are going to dive right the fuck in because I have a question we're going to tackle that I've been chatting with some friends about recently, and it's how to take a break from the dating apps. Listen, for my friends who have not been single, At all during the pandemic. I get a lot of friends ask me that. Or just in small talk conversations. People at work have asked things like that. Um, Like what's it like being single during this? And I struggle to find an answer. A that is not wildly jaded and cynical. Because I don't feel. That's not me to my core. I'm really a positive like person. But boy has this been (laughs) quite a time. Um, Dating wise. I'm like Jesus Christ. Um, So and I've tried really hard not to fall back into just things that are comfortable. I don't do well, like with dishwasher man, I could probably slip into something comfortable with him. I guess like he invited me on a trip when I saw him last a couple weeks ago. And I was like, um, I just like, don't really want to go. Like, (laughs) I'm like, that's cool. And the place he's asking me to go was, is like a cool place to go. And I was like, "Mm, I just like, don't think we have enough to like talk about. (laughs) And that drains me bitch. But I, I work to not just get into relationships that are comfortable. A, cuz I have a hard time getting into them in the first place cuz I have massive problems letting people in. But B, because I just have seen so many couples before where like they kind of just get into a relationship with each other because they're both around and they both don't want to be alone and like there's no shame in that. Like that's there's definitely that's a lot of people do that and I'm not here to judge or shame anybody for their relationships. But I think those those breakups, those inevitable breakups sometimes you fall into the right thing and it works out, but sometimes you fall into the right thing because they're just there and, like, they're together for years and it's like, yeah, like, you guys are deeply incompatible and it sucks that you now have all this, like, you've been together for years and you live together and do all these things, like, have all these entanglements and I'm like, oof, y'all really just should not have been together. (laughs) So I try to say, I've just seen a lot of, like, friends go through, those breakups seem very difficult because you're like, listen, it's not like we dislike each other. It's just there's hardly even a reason behind the breakup. No one did anything. It's just not working. And I've seen a lot of uh, friends go through that. and I'm like, God, that seems awful. Um, So I'm always very careful to not just slip into something comfortable um, because I'm much more comfortable just being alone, but uh, maybe a little too much. (laughs) So what I think about how to navigate these this past year and couple months has for me been like even more. So I'm more protective of my dating energy than I was before. I think like I'm always big on like, don't force a vibe. If it's there, it's there. Um, You know, I don't, that's not a novel concept at all, (laughs) but the lack of a vibe in a relationship or in a seeing each other kind of situation the lack of that and trying to force it, that it takes away from my life much more than the comfort of having someone adds to it. So I have been like, okay, this year has been a lot. I've been very exhausted by a lot of things, mentally exhausted. And I'm like, that was just one thing that would pull me even further down is like trying to force something. So I've been more protective of my energy. And because of that, I've also been much more alone. (laughs) I've really, this is the least I've dated or gone out with people. In a very, very long time. I usually date around like a lot, but I'm just like, I'm not really vibing with anyone, which I honestly almost even felt asexual the other day. I know that's kind of like, I didn't really see that coming, but I was like, wow, I feel like so disconnected from everything. There was this, I was working at the bar I work at and there was this couple. I literally, they weren't even one of my tables. I just walked by them and witnessed such a fucking moment, bitch. Like they were literally leaning across the table at each other, like holding hands, deeply staring into each other's eyes for real. And they were like, I just like, I really like you a lot. Like, I'm serious. I think this is going really, really well. And I was like, that's a cute moment. Good for them. And when they walked out, the girl had a, fat ass bitch like she was hot and I was like dang they're about to go probably get after it they're about to have such a blossoming relationship and I was like I feel nothing about that I'm like I, I just feel I wasn't like oh I want that I was like that makes me feel nothing <laughs> and that's odd because I really just witnessed such a tender moment between them and watching them walk out together I was like I think they're falling in love <laughs> and um I was like, I just don't feel connected to anything, bitch. Um, so I'm trying to get back into my own energy right now. And like, I don't even really know what I want at all. And I'm like, okay. So I think getting off of the apps helps because a lot of people can be interesting on the apps. A lot of people can have an interesting conversation and then you get to the date and it's like, wow, we really have nothing to talk about. (laughs) Or you text with someone for, I don't really do this because I have a low tolerance for texting back and forth, but you'll talk and talk and talk and talk. And then someone, one person will be like, yeah, I'm just like start to ease out of it And be like, I'm really just not even like looking for something serious. And you're like, okay, why have you been wasting my fucking time for two weeks texting me then, bitch? Like, just fucking say it. (laughs) Um, So I think that coming from either side of the spectrum, whether you have had an experience kind of like me where you really have drawn into yourself. Like, I feel like I've been more of a recluse than I ever have before with dating. um, Or... If you are fucking out there really trying to be like, listen, I really want a relationship. I'm really putting myself out there. A, good for you. That's fucking vulnerable and brave and hard. Um, I don't really have it in me to do that all the time. <laughs> so it's like there's everyone kind of exists on a spectrum with it. I think that either way, if you're like, I'm trying so hard, nothing's sticking. I keep going on dates and things aren't working out and this and this and that. Or if you're like, I don't feel like trying with anybody. I don't feel connected to anything. I don't feel like I'm attracted to anyone or anything. It's like, it's all, you know, you're not always just completely one side. It's maybe you you exist uh, on different parts of the spectrum at different parts of the week. (laughs) Maybe it's a bit of a roller coaster. I think the best way to level out either way, find your, is to find your own energy back. I know that sounds like really fucking ob- an obnoxious counter to like how to get off the apps. He's like, mm, like, just be with yourself. It's deeper than that. Cause here's, here's the thing. Like when I am in my own fucking energy, I've gone through so many different loops of this in my life where I like have a sweet spot and I'm like, Wow, bitch. It's like every move I fucking make just like flows. I'm like, I'm just in where I'm supposed to be. And like, "Mm, just like, you know, that just that energy, you can feel the vibrations of your life. Or maybe you don't get that feely deely about it. And you're just like, oh, yeah, it feels like things are clicking and working out. And I just feel really good about uh, the way things are going with my life. Either way, I think that's a reflection of your level of connection to your own energy and your own space that you take up, really. Um, And when you feel in tune with that energy, you just move differently throughout your day. I always, I've gone through a lot of different loops with being in and out of my own energy. Um, And when I'm really in it and I'm really just like every interaction I have just feels like it's Rolls off the tongue And is just Like one of those days Where you're like Wow That was just a great Fucking day Um You feel in sync Not only with yourself But with People around you Um I always find That Has an uh, There's always an uptick In just great interactions With people Whether it's romantic Or not Just great interactions With other humans When I'm really Connected to Just my own Space And my own Vibes (laughs) Um, so the way you get to that, in my opinion, really starts with honoring your hell yeses and honoring your hell noes. Um, and that starts really a whole conversation about boundaries and how just the way that you operate in the rest of your life, not just the part of your life that has to do with romantic relationships, really all trickles down into the kind of people you meet, the kind of connections that you have. uh, It all starts with you. Like, bitch, when I'm really just in my own vibe, I meet so many guys at like just out and about in like errands. Like, yes, I meet guys at bars sometimes too, for sure. But like, I will just meet people. I met this. Oh my God, this guy the other day, I was walking Riker, um, the dog that I share with my friend Tyler And he lets me have her like two days a week. And it's so awesome. It's such a great setup. Wow. So I was walking Riker and this guy with this. Oh, my God. She was so cute. Such a cute bulldog was walking. And I just like very naturally was like our dogs kind of started like playing with each other. And I was like, oh, my God, what's your dog's name? And I barely even like looked up at him. And I was he said the name I completely forgot because I looked up. I was like, wait, this guy's hot as fuck. And I was like, "Uh oh, and like but it wasn't like some forced interaction where I realized he was hot as fuck, and then was like, "Oh, bitch. Okay, wait. We should. Should I like flirt? If I, bitch, if I'm trying to turn on my flirt, <laughs> it's gonna go horribly wrong. I am a really good natural flirt, but when I try to be flirty, boy, is it a fucking train wreck. Like, I think some of my most embarrassing moments are moments where I thought I was being flirty or I was trying to turn on my flirt. Like, girl." It's like, it's got to come from a natural well, uh, or else it is just a hot ass fucking mess. So I looked up, realized he was hot as fuck. And then I was like, oh, and we just made like this natural conversation. And then at the end, we kind of looked at each other and like smiled as we both walked away. I was like, wait, Mm -hmm." (laughs) and then I saw him the other day, uh, and completely, I was like, oh, I forgot his dog's name. So I was like, okay, maybe I'll like, if I happen to chat with him again, um, like we chatted about a few things and we kind of have something to talk about and we live like a block from each other. I was like, oh, I'm sure, I'm sure I'll see him around. And when I am in that kind of connected space where I'm like just flowing through my day and what I'm seeking is just good interactions with people. I'm not seeking a relationship when I'm in my own, <laughs> I'm hitting my chest. That's why my voice sounds like this. Um, very expressive talker with my hands. I when I'm connected to myself kind of more of what I want outside of just a relationship, I'm like, I just seek good fucking interactions. And that's when I make the most natural connections in my life. That's how I've made some of the best friends in my life. I actually have gotten back into the practice of at the bar I work at. There's like one table a weekend that will be like, y'all are fucking cool. Don't want to be friends. <laughs> and we we'll would be like, oh my God, here's my Instagram. Okay. Here's my Instagram. Let's be friends. Actually, I met a lesbian couple. I was like, wait, um, are you guys a couple? And they were like, oh, yes. I was like, okay, I came out as bi last year and I don't know how to navigate like the, um, lesbian community here. Could y'all be my like lesbian guides? And they're like, oh my God. Yes, we totally can. I was like, thank you so much. Um, so, you know, I find the most genuine connections when I'm not seeking genuine connections. It's like, I'm just in my own space fucking with my own energy like hell yeah we're over here doing this and when someone else is doing it has similar energy I just am naturally like oh you too cool and it's less of like a forced feeling that's like something an art that I feel like I lose sight of a lot is like with that guy who's in my neighborhood I'm like okay I really miss that that. Um, God, if I say vibe or energy one more goddamn time, but I can't stop. So this is a high-speed train here. Um, (laughs) High-speed vibe train. Um, I've missed the art of letting sexual tension build. Oh my God, bitch. Like that guy who I made out with on my Divi bike, that sexual tension built for months and months before that happened. And when we did make out over my Divi bike in Viagra Triangle, I was like, wow, that was fucking hot, bitch. Like, And I I don't know. It's like I I sometimes don't allow this space for that because when I'm in this like edgy space of like, oh, I feel like I want to date someone like "Mm," you just like latch on to whoever you think you're you want to connect with. And you're like, this could work. Maybe we could try it. And then you try and smash things together. It's like those like uh, there is nothing like I want to be mindful because I know my parents listen to this sometimes. There is. Fuck it. I'm my own person. There is nothing like bad and bad sex that will really throw me off for like days. I'm like, Oh God, like why did I even do that? Bitch, I will never slut shame anyone on this podcast ever or in my real life ever, ever. Do you fuck who you fucking want? Fuck however many people you want. Fuck the way you want. Do your shit, bitch. But find your, I think it's important to find your own levels of what you Dig in what you don't. Like for me, I'm really not very good at casual sex. And I actually wish I was better at it because I, like with Dishwasher Man, it's not, we really have nothing to talk about, but we have good relations. <laughs> but I can't do that. If we don't, if like, if the next morning I'm like, I don't even know what to say to him, that oh that like sinks me down I'm like oh my god I just don't want to be here like that is such a shoulders up jaw tight energy and like "Hmm, I wish we had something to talk about and we don't we keep talking at the same time and I hate it and then we both laugh about like wait what 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 it's just like uncomfortable um that's exhausting and so I have like Tried to be that cool girl who can be like, yeah, like whatever. I just want to have sex, so I'll just call this guy. But it just never really works out for me um because then I get two in my head about like, wait, well, why don't they want to be more with me? Like, why is that? And like, what am I doing wrong? And what if I did this would they want to be with me? And I'm like, you know what, girl? That's a that's a movie I've seen. The ending too. It ends in spiraling mental health <laughs> issues. So I try to stay off of that ride. But so it's like honoring what feels like a hell yes to you saying yes to those things investigating what feels like a no to you like that trip dishwasher man asking me on that trip I was like oh I mean that would be kind of dope but would I have a good time or like would I just wish that I was there with my friends instead or wish I was there by myself that's when I definitely am like when I'm with guys sometimes I'm always like dang I wish I was by myself instead that's when I'm like yeah I'm trying to force this (laughs) (laughs) definitely wish I was by myself. Um, I think that just sex with the wrong people, like sometimes I would always get caught in these entanglements where we'd go out and get drunk and have a lot of fun. And they they really liked really drunk, rowdy me. Like even if I'm not really drinking heavily, I'm just like, I'm the fucking life of the party. Almost everywhere I go, it's just honestly in my blood. I really love a good time. And I know that about myself and he would just, the way he would look at me when we were all out, I remember there was, I'm thinking of a guy in particular, he, oh, it was shoulders. Like I've mentioned him before on this podcast. We would go out and I, he would be like, come out with me and my friends. And we would go out with like seven or eight of them. I literally, all the girlfriends of all his friends would be like, we fucking love this girl. Why have you not locked her down yet? Like blah, blah, blah. And I'm like pretending I don't hear them. I'm like, yes, please answer that. I would like to know the answer to that. <laughs> And we'd have so much fun. And the way he would just watch me like work the room, he was so, he would be so into me when we were out. And then when we'd wake up, I'm actually really quiet in the morning. Like I'm really like pensive and like I'm just really chill. And I'm not drunk anymore. And I'm like, feel like I just would be a little quieter and maybe. Maybe a little, like, insecure of, like, okay, is, like, how long should I stay this morning? Like, are we going to hang out or should I, like, kind of go? Should I have stayed the night? Like, I start questioning that kind of stuff because of, you know, my own mental issues. <laughs> um, but, like, I... He would then, he, he would invite me on all these trips. We'd go out, go with his friends. He's like, hey, we're going to Vegas next month. You should come. Please come. Like, I'll pay for your flight. I'll pay for this and that. And I'm like, oh my God, daddy. I'm like, all right. But we'd wake up and her, or he'd be like, oh my God, we're going to the, their lake house. Like, come with us. Or oh, we're going to this concert tomorrow. Come with us. <laughs> come with us. And then he would just like fucking ghost me. And I'm like, bro, you suck. Like, why? And I had to accept that he's attracted to certain versions of me or he maybe only had kind of kinda had some shit going on with himself, I guess. But it just did not go well every time I saw him. So he was someone I had to re- literally the last time I saw him, I woke up before he even woke up. I like slid the conversation to the side and deleted it. So his number would be out of my phone. I was like before he even woke up next to me, I was like, I've got to stop like reaching out to him or answering when he reaches out to me I was like I have this is the wrong we had great sex but it was so fun oh my god it was so fun bitch but it makes me it really drains my energy for like days after I see him so where to start with finding that energy is first of all finding what drains it like that is a big clue to like hey this makes me feel like fucking shit and I don't feel like myself when did it, when did this start? And kind of like rewind your past couple days. And like, why did I start feeling like complete shit? And you know, there's a lot of different things with other people, with how you're treating your body, with how much sleep you're getting. Like there's so much that goes into boundaries that is overwhelming and boundaries are so hard to set. But when you do set them, you allow yourself to be connected more to who you naturally are. And especially whenever I'm in a place where I'm like, go, 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 go. And I'm just excited by everything. I rampage over my own boundaries and I'm like, oh, whatever, it's fine. It's fine. And then I literally, I'm like, wow, I feel like fucking shit, either mentally or physically or emotionally. I'm like, I can always trace it back to like, yep. I wanted to say no to this. I wanted to say no to this. I wanted to say yes to this. And I don't know why I didn't, but I didn't, you know, or I was too scared to say yes to this. Your yeses and your noes, they, they lead you to this path that's either further or closer to just who you are, bitch. Um, so, getting connected back to your own energy will broaden the range of what you're looking for in life, um, but will narrow the type of people who fit that, if that makes any sense. Like, I think that when you get more connected to yourself, you are less likely to be out looking for a relationship. Um, so it's like fewer people. Cause sometimes when you're like, God, I really kind of just want to be with someone. You really just stick yourself into a relationship with someone. You're like, Hey, that works. We're attracted to each other. Uh, you have a pulse. Let's date for two years, you know, like, (laughs) um, but when you whittle it down, yes, there's going to be less people that kind of spark this deeper attraction in you, but there will be more, For you to connect with in your everyday life because not every day you're going to meet the love of your life and have some wild magical occurrence just because you're connected to yourself no it doesn't work like that (laughs) like you know you always hear about everyone always has a friend who's always going on dates always has some crazy story about some wild predicament where you're like how did you even meet that person or like what that's such a crazy story there's always one person that always has all this and someone at dinner last night was with some friends. They were talking about that. Like this girl, she's always going on dates. She literally like they met these guys and they were on a double date and they were like on this hot tub and the rooftop and like, then they went to this like place and I was just like, okay, but that girl definitely has six or seven other boring, horrific date stories that you're just not hearing. (laughs) So it's always important to remember that first of all, second of all, It's like when you're not just looking for, hey, I feel like I want to fill in this relationship gap in my life. I'm going to get on the apps. I'm going to do this and that. You are more receptive to just great interactions or just interesting people. Like everyone always says, it always happens when you're least expecting it or like once you stop looking, you find the right person. I'm like, fuck off. That's not actual advice. So I think a more practical way to really get to that mindset is to understand it's human nature to sense a gap you feel like your lack of relationship is a gap in your life it's human nature to want to fill in a gap you know accept that forgive yourself for that don't be so hard on yourself over it um and then figure out how to fill it with other things get more creative i I mean truly it can feel exhausting sometimes when you're like god i really do just like I see people get on the apps and then they just end up in a relationship and it feels so easy for other people and why do I keep having these text conversations that are all the same and then I get ghosted or people aren't looking for something serious and I'm like great why did you take me on three dates like sometimes it's just it's annoying and we are not guaranteed an annoyance free life (laughs) dating can be something that's a big runaround, but When you're in this exhausted space, you're not going to be attracting anything that's... You're only going to be attracting things that will alleviate the exhaustion symptoms. You know what I mean? So here's the thing. Here's how to know when you need to get off the apps. You literally are bracing yourself when you open the apps. If you are mentally bracing like... OK, like if you're starting to get concerned about how many messages you have, like, oh, I only have this many or like or if you're overwhelmed, you're like, oh, my God, I started too many conversations. Blah, I don't want to talk to any of these people anymore. If there's any sorts of any sense of overwhelm, that's, I think, a sign. Another one is if you just keep running into the same people over and over on the apps, like if you've matched with a handful of guys three or four times, it, you're just kind of cycling yourself through the loop. And you're looking. It's like when you open your fridge and you keep looking at your fridge like, bitch, I fucking know there's nothing in here. But then you start to think like, well, okay, if I put the smoked salmon with on on top of the celery and I could put mustard on it, then that could be my dinner. And you're like, "Uh, no, that actually sounds horrible. And a completely sane person would never. But you think that if you just get. If you look at your fridge with a different set of eyes, you know, then maybe a dinner will appear. But no, bitch, you need to go grocery shopping or you need to just order takeout. (laughs) I think the going grocery shopping or ordering takeout, like those solutions for looking at the dating apps as this fridge is, hey, go call a friend you have a good fucking time with. Stop worrying about flipping through an app incessantly, hoping that that's going to fill this gap of I really want to have fun. I really want to do this and that because Yes, uh, like it's, uh, it's normal and I get like that too. So I'm not, girl, we not judging anybody on here, but you are then selling yourself short. You are disconnecting from your own power to give that to yourself. If you are opening up an app just to get those things more than not, that's going to start to really affect you. How to get off the apps. Let's talk about that. Because you could do the full, completely delete your account, deactivate, everything disappears, fresh start. Um, or you could just delete it from your phone. I think the completely deactivate, I've only done that like twice, maybe actually only once, but it's that's a full reset because it's so easy to just re-download it onto your phone. It takes two fucking seconds and you're like, yeah, I am bored <laughs> and it feels like a game on my phone and I want to play that until someone asks me to hang out and then I want to go away. <laughs> so it's a bigger move, but I think it's something worth considering if you really need a reset. Fully deactivate it. Just completely take yourself off. Um, reset your focus and then really extract, go back out into the world, go do things you want to do, uh, that you were waiting for someone to take you on a date to do. Go do that with your friends. Go do that by yourself. Extract what you're looking for out of a relationship uh, and seek those things. Uh, when you're just seeking a relationship, you have such blinders on, it's such, you put forth such weird energy. Um, Truly, like I said before, it's like when I am trying to flirt. When I'm like, oh wait, should I be? Should I flirt with this person? I'm literally so weird. I'm like, oh, so you drink out of glass too? That's crazy. We should fuck. Like I'm. It's so <laughs> awful. But when I am very feeling myself, feeling the flow of my day, just really loving interactions that I'm having, loving where I'm at with myself, how I'm taking care of myself, I just like fly off. Wait, I was going to say fly off the handle. That's not what I mean. I like things just roll off the tongue. And I really actually really smooth when I'm just in my own groove. Um, So figure out what that groove looks like for you. And here are some ways to do that by setting boundaries that protect your energy. Truly, because I I can't even drive this home enough that I believe so fiercely that your energy is what drives every part of your life that feels the most fulfilling. So we got to protect that shit, bitch. We got to make sure we... Have these things in place to be like, uh-uh, do not fuck with this energy of mine. Thank you so much. She is on reserve for other things, not for your bullshit. Thank you so much. <laughs> and I would say my favorite boundary, piece of boundary advice I ever received was use the word no as a complete sentence. Like you do not, wait, actually, I I truly think that I learned this on Real Housewives of New York, but you do not have to give a reason for why you can't go to something. You really can just say, I can't make it, have so much fun, I'll talk to you next week or something. Like you do not have to sit there, think of an excuse about why or like why something is not going to what you thought you can, really just own it. And it's it's scary to be like, ooh, what if it's really uncomfy? But I really am finally learning that the discomfort of lying or even white lies are just kind of, beating around the bush or sugarcoating something, that is something I carry with me and it just funks my energy up a little bit. If I say energy one more goddamn time, I swear. Drinking game, (laughs) drink a sip every time I say the word energy and then uh, I think they can stream this from the hospital. (laughs) Okay, moving on. couple examples of boundaries as we round this out. Say someone asks you to help with a project they're working on. You can say things like, hey, thank you so much for thinking of me. I'm not comfortable adding more to my plate at the moment. I'll have to decline. I'm excited to see how the project turns out. There can be two truths. Remember, I've mentioned this in an episode before. You can be too busy to help with something and also hope that it goes really well. They do not have to be um, completely one way or the other. You're not wishing ill will on a project because you just don't have the time to commit to it. It's not that you're not supporting your friends. You just are protecting the time and the energy that you have to spend on something. They can exist independently. Next example, if you are like me and like a lot of people, you're looking to tone back your drinking, drinking less often, uh, drinking less when you drink, things like that. It's a very personal journey and it's not something that is easy to open up to because it can look different every single day. So if someone says, hey, we're going to brunch, what are you doing? In like an hour, I think we're going to head out you can say something like, hey, I've already drank twice this week. I'm really working on getting better sleep. And I know that gets in the way of that. If I go to brunch, I'll actually have a pretty hard time saying no. Let's get coffee midweek if you're around a really common response to boundaries around drinking is someone saying like, oh my God, it's fine. You totally don't have to drink around us, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's going to be so fine. Like, we don't mind. No, we don't care. But if you know yourself well and you know that you actually will. I mean, I did that last night. I went to a dinner thinking I'm not going to drink. I have some digestive issues. I'm working out, getting some blood work done. And I, as soon as I got there, was like, I really want to (laughs) drink. Because I remembered they had these really good cucumber martinis. And I was like, fuck, I really want one of those. So I. I'm working on honoring my decisions before I even go somewhere and then dealing with the temptation. Once you get there is still also a very personal thing. Um, I did end up drinking, but I didn't really go balls to the wall. And so I'm proud of that. At least, you know, it's a lot of small progress. So know yourself and know what you probably will find to be a slippery slope. And it's up to you to weigh the cost of what your yeses and what your nose mean for you. Next example, um, Another kind of a brunch convo or friend group all hanging out situation. Um, I've had to say this before. I feel uncomfortable with a shit-talking conversation about someone who's not even here and who we all consider a friend. Can we talk about something else? Because listen, I do not fuck with shit-talking. You will never in my wildest dreams catch me saying anything behind my close friend's back that I would not say to their face. Truly, I don't fuck with it. And I don't really care for for the vibe of... When someone does that to their friend, I'm like, oh, wow, what would you say about me if I wasn't here? Like, Jesus Christ, my mom always said, if they gossip with you, they'll gossip about you. So it doesn't always have to be some huge blow up of you shouldn't talk about Jessica like that. You can just say, hey, listen, I'm uncomfortable with this conversation. Can we move on? Because to me, the weight of knowing that someone said something about someone is heavy. I'm like, oh, wow. I mean, I'm not going to like stir the fucking pot and say they said that. But also I now have this obligation that I know they're saying this about them and I don't really care to carry that. Um, so I'm allowed to kind of drop that baggage before I even pick it up. Last example is rescheduling with a friend, um, especially if it's a last minute. Here's the thing. One of my good friends and I were talking about this. We both had to reschedule like three times on something and we were like, I'm so sorry. And this and that. And I was like, bitch, truly, like, whatever. It's not a big deal when you cancel. Like, And she's like, oh, really? I was like, honestly, yeah, I don't really think it's that big of a deal. Like, we're both generally pretty respectful of of people's time. I know that if someone's canceling someone and they're a good friend, if they're canceling last minute, something either really came up or they're just really in a funk. And I am cool with respecting that. So I think this kind of boundary can be as easy as, hey, something came up. Can I reach out early next week when I have a better grasp on a rescheduled date? You do not have to reschedule everything right that second. If you really are in a place where you're like, I, I, just, I just need a minute, <laughs> you're allowed to set that and give yourself some time and some space to really figure out maybe why everything feels like it's spinning around and you can't even think straight about a date to reschedule. Um, and on the other hand, a very good friend this week, I'm always late to things. I really just struggle a lot with being on time. Uh even just to hanging out with friends. And he's like, listen, I stand here and I wait, and you always say I'm walking out the door, but that doesn't mean anything to me. What what I really need is for you to show up at the time you said because it's disrespectful to me because I care about being on time. And you know, like I can't just counter back with like it's my energy. It's my space. It can show up at whatever time you want. Yes, that is true. But then you, you also get to reflect on the energy in the symbiotic relationships in your life. Um, so there are ways to respect your own boundaries and the boundaries of others because there's a difference. There's a difference between protect. blah, blah, blah. There's a difference between dominating a space and protecting your energy. I'll talk more about that in another episode. Uh, but for right now, look at the difference between your butts and your ands. Uh, you can say, hey, I can't make it And I would love to see you for coffee later this week. It doesn't have to be, oh, I'm so sorry. I can't come to brunch. But what if we did coffee? You're not making it up to someone just because you said no to something. You're allowed to say no to things. This all trickle down, trickles down. Oh, girl, not like trickle down economics. This actually fucking trickles down, girl. (laughs) So it's all starts when your dating energy is off. Look at other areas of your life that are off because It can all start from places you're not really thinking about. Um, What kind of boundaries can you honor? Look at your yeses, look at your noes. How can you align them more to a place where you just feel like everything is flowing? I find life personally more enjoyable when I'm aiming for that sweet spot of my own groove than I am for a relationship. That's just me. Thought I'd just kind of give my two cents on that. Thank you all so much for listening to Since Nobody Asked. We are on Thursdays now. We don't have a name for it yet. Spicy Thursday, I got to say, does not roll up the tongue like Spicy Wednesday. But girl, you know I'll think of something stupid to call these episodes anyway. So stay tuned. Thanks so much for listening. I truly hope you have an incredible rest of your week. I'll see you on Monday.